0: Professional, your weekly diva podcast. My name is Jeff Goki, and I am so happy that you have tuned in today. Welcome to episode 167, and welcome, welcome back uh, to my front porch here in beautiful Phoenix, Arizona. The birds are out and chirping. Uh, I just got uh, friends of ours uh, got us little bird feeders out here, so I'm telling you, it's starting to happen. All these birds are starting to come to our front yard, uh, but I still think they're a bit timid. They're like, I don't know who this guy is. So, uh, but I'm waiting, and anticipating that many, many more will show up. But uh, also, it's a little windy this morning. And if you know anything about me, you know that I love the wind. So this morning, when I got up really early just sat out here and just listened, listened to the wind kind of cut through the palm trees, cut through the trees, Um, just watching these birds kind of glide in the air. All of that uh, has been a part of me just kind of slowing down, observing all that God is doing all around me. And I got to be honest, it feels weird at times because I'm like, I got to get to doing stuff. Like there's lots I have to get done today. I have a whole to-do list. Do you know that? You probably have one of these too. I have a to-do list. I actually have this, you know, on the Apple phone, or Apple phone, on the iPhone. I actually have like the the actual to-do list, what I have to do today, what's coming up, all these different things, right? And that's staring me in the face. But as I wake up in the morning, slowing down, listening, seeing, praying, asking God to help me. Um, not just in this morning time where I kind of... It's not like I've just like segmented this moment out for God and then the rest of the day I just kind of jam. No, how can I create a moment where I just slow down and then pull that through the rest of what I do during the day? That's the hope. That's the desire. It's kind of slow down, center myself in Christ, and then pull that centering all throughout the day. And so I would invite you to do the same. Um, today... Is a really really important day. It's called Monday Thursday, and Monday Thursday is uh, this Passover moment. You know, as Jesus is heading to the cross, this is the day before his death. And so um, this is where the Passover meal happens. This is where so many beautiful things. And as, uh, as we talked about in the last episode, this is where in Scripture it starts to slow down, especially in the Gospel of John, slowing way, way down. And Jesus is trying to help his disciples understand some very important things before he dies and resurrects. And so this is a really important day, especially if you're a Christian and in church history. This is a very important day. And so I'm really, really excited about the passage that we're going to be going through. Um, Before we do that, I just want to say thank you for those who continue to listen. And thank you for those who continue to give. Really, really appreciate um, that commitment. And for, I mean, I just feel so supported and loved. So thank you so much. And to be honest, like, I'm just so excited to be out here. And I'm so excited uh, to express some of the things I'm learning. Um, And I know that so many of you are learning so much too. So that just brings me so much joy. This passage is so important. John 17, 23. I and them, and you and me, so that they may be brought to complete unity. Then the world will know that you sent me and you loved me or loved them even as you have loved me. My first trip to India, you've heard a lot about India if you listen to this podcast. My first trip to India um, had a, I mean, it was a very transformational trip, but I, something stood out in my mind that is so powerful. And it was this moment that I shared with Suresh. Now, um, at this time in my life, I am fairly egotistical. I am kind of an, an inflated, you know, sense of, uh, identity, I, you know, blogging, I I got a website, I'm traveling around, I'm speaking, um, and I really want to serve the Lord. I really do. But to be honest, I'm really loving the benefits of this quote-unquote Christian popularity. So I go to India, and I go pastor, or I get to go uh, teach at this pastor's conference. And one of the nights We went back to the home, and and I didn't even know Suresh, who's the president of Harvest India, but we went back to the home, and and we read this passage in John 15 that we're going to go through here in just a second, Um, and it's where Jesus washes his disciples' feet, and so we decided as a team that we were going to wash all the leaders, all the Indian leaders. We're going to wash their feet, the team was, and so I got selected to to wash Suresh's feet and I bent down and I washed this man's feet I was so uncomfortable I cannot express how unbelievably uncomfortable I was doing this to Suresh one I didn't really know him that well and as I grabbed this man's feet and washed his feet something happened Something powerful happened, I think, in, in my heart and in his heart that bonded us together and put us on mission together. And, and, and he and I are still dear friends. We would say, we're family. And there was this moment that we shared with one another, different cultures, different stories, different languages, but one Jesus, one God, Father, Son, Spirit, that was inviting us into a mission that we had no comprehension about. And I find it interesting about this particular passage that it's amazing to me that how a single passage of scripture can change your whole life. I don't know if you've ever had that, if you've ever had a passage of scripture that you read and it it literally has shifted your mind and your life and the way you do things. This passage, John 17, 20 through 23, and we just went through verse 23, was one of those passages for me. You know, for me, I'm going along my way in life, right? I'm living a great life, right? It's an awesome life. I've been doing ministry as a pastor at this point for about... probably 12 years, 11 years, something like that. I was preaching to thousands of people, uh, all the, and I was having a blast doing it, like really, really doing it, right? I was growing in my influence, as I was telling you, and, and my leadership, and then the Spirit of God, the Spirit of God opened my eyes, opened the eyes, like opened the eyes of my heart. Do you know what that feels like? He opened the eyes of my heart and revealed himself and his mission in this passage to me. This, w- this is after I came back from India. Maybe a month or two after I came back to India. A- after I came back from India. From having this moment where Suresh, I was like, whoa. Whoa. But what was it? You know, I've, um, I've been pretty content in my walk with the Lord. And uh, I spent most of my life dropping theological bombs, right? I dropped theical, theological bombs because I was trying to overcompensate for an in, internal insecurity that, like, I didn't know, right? Like I, and I needed to know. I needed to give people the answer because they expected me to. And so I studied more, right? I studied more, and I dug in more, and I learned more knowledge. And, and so I could stand before them and go, I know the truth. And, the, and people go, woof. We're so glad that this guy knows the truth. And, and by the way, pretty passionate about it too, right? Like, I'm, I'm going to be passionate about it. I'm going to share this vision. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to uh, help you know what the right way and the wrong way is, right? And what this scripture did, what this passage did, is it drew me into the mystery of scripture, it drew me into this mysterious thing, but I got to be honest; it made me very, very uncomfortable. This passage invited me into these mysterious waters, and, and it terrified me. I and I, I and them, and you and me. Jesus says, so that they may be brought to complete unity. Jesus is saying about you and me right now. That the way the Trinity loves he wants us to love that way, I and them and you in me, so that they may be brought to complete unity that's mysterious, and as I was saying today 's monday thursday and, and and otherwise known as kind of holy Thursday. This is the day that Jesus invites you and me to wash, wash each other's feet, to love each other as he has loved us, as John 13 talks about. Today is also the day that 2,000 years ago, Jesus not only commissioned us to love one another, but explained that the outflowing of what the outflowing of that love looked like, that we would be one that we would be unified in the same way that the Trinity is unified. But we tend to stop there, right? We, we tend to stop there we, you see, because we, we want to be one because maybe, hey, listen, it, it's good to get along, right? It's good. Everybody just needs to get along, right? We, we want to be one because we're maybe longing for community, right? we got to be one so I can feel this sense of togetherness and what that brings. But Jesus says, and here's the mystery, that I could not shake I want you to be one so people will come to know a loving Savior and be rescued from death and damnation. But it's going to cost me my life. And, and this is handing this to you and me, and it will cost you your life as well. Let that sink in. That's heavy. It's beautiful. It's mysterious. These, last, these are the last words that Jesus speaks to his disciples. These men who are to carry the gospel to every part of the world. And Jesus just gave them the commission. Love each other and don't let anything come between you your unity with me and each other, because if you neglect those things, it will impact your witness in this world. Listen, but if we, if we commit ourselves to these simple, sacrificial things that Jesus, is pro- that Jesus promises, people will come to know Jesus. This is our evangelism strategy. And here's the thing I started thinking about. I was like, man, I've been telling people about Jesus ever since I was a kid. I would go like door to door, right? Right. And I would tell people that Jesus loved them. And if they accepted him, they would go to heaven. But the opposite, hey, 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 the opposite is true as well. I was a good, good Baptist boy. And nothing made me feel more alive, right? Nothing made me feel more alive. Not in doing that. But nothing made me feel more alive in the Spirit than when I was trying, that right now as I try to live out loving one another and unifying the body of Christ, not, not just proclaiming this truth from a proverbial soapbox, but practically, daily, daily loving the person right in front of me and humbling myself with other brothers and sisters in the faith through relationship as we struggle through our differences but keep our eyes focused in on Jesus because when i was a kid it was all about proclamation let me just tell you let me tell you let me tell you let me tell you and to be honest it didn't cost me much but as i as i'm working right now and even launching this relaunching this ministry of phoenix one as i'm working now to practically live into this daily, sacrificially. The Spirit of God is coming alive in me because it's the mission of God, for the glory of God. And I really desperately want you to reflect on this. I have never been so heartbroken as I have been this year. Watching Christians turn against Christians as we mirror the insecurity and fear of this world, We know the truth that our God died when we didn't deserve it. He extended grace where we deserved death. And our divisions, these divisions that we've created are the antithesis of the gospel presentation that points Jesus, points them to a loving Jesus living john seventeen twenty three, and this is this is so clear to me living this passage out is not easy and has cost me and will cost you everything as we crucify ourselves to christ and unify the body of christ these are mysterious and sacrificial waters that jesus invites us into but it's not just for ourselves but more importantly, that people will come to know him. And the question that this passage is going to beg us, that it begged the disciples, is what are you going to do? This is hard, but it's so important. Because division brings death. Where Jesus brought life. And we are to proclaim through the way we love and live life, and life to the full, as John 10 10 says so what are you doing right now that's coming up against the good news that Jesus wants to proclaim in this world Father God we need your help thank you that you first loved us thank you that you washed our feet thank you that you set the example give us the strength and the wisdom and the courage to To live this out in this world, and as we do this, would you allow for many people to come to know you? So, take a breath, reflect, and believe that the God of the universe is new to you, new heartbeat. Until next time.